Nerd School is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Now offering video visits so you can take control of your orthopedic care from the comfort of your home. Schedule online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, you improved. Nerds roll. My glasses hey. are broken. I am a super nerd. The Nerd School Podcast. Starring Andy. I uh, am a former um, entertainment journalist. I am a super nerd. TBJ. Hi, this is Tiffany. You may hear me be referred to as TBJ. TBJ, y'all. I am what I like to call a surprise nerd. Art Star. My name is Art Star, and I am an artist. Yo, 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 my name is Joe, and I am the nerd student. The nerd pupil, if you will. Wanda and Vision. Oh, we I need some. I got some WandaVision questions. I just watched the two episodes. Did we all watch <laughs> the two episodes on yeah. Disney Plus? Yeah. So, yes, yes, yes. Yes, indeed. Um, I kind of dig it. It's weird and different, and I didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. But I'm expecting more. I'm expecting it to change mm-hmm. quite a bit. Mm-hmm. But the first one, yeah. I was like, yeah. "What the hell am I watching? <laughs> like, where's the action?" So I, it feels like it's building to something, and I'm guessing uh-huh. it's like, just tell me this: is it's is this supposed to be between those two movies where when they're off into oblivion or something like when they all went to purgatory or whatever it was? From from what I've seen, is this is might end up being something that takes place in between the snapping. You know, like I guess after like vision. Dies first off, and, and you know, Andy, Spoiler alert. you know, Andy, Andy, Andy right? is Andy <laughs> is considered to be the sensei of comic books in this thing, you know. Right, I'm the sensei of awesomeness, Andy, the sensei of comic books. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> but this, this will probably end up being something kind of around like the house of M kind of thing going on, like, a, like one division. By the time we get through with this, it might be a way for them to introduce mutants. But then they go back to the whole thing between the snapping, like just the, like the part where um, Thanos, spoiler, kills. Um, and this is this is in like you know Avengers Infinity War Endgame thing. But like when he kills Vision or crushes the stone in Vision's hand, and Vision goes to black and white, or not black and white, but he fades away, kind of thing. It's like maybe in that instance, when you don't really see much of Wanda and whatever, in, in the next one, maybe she creates this pocket world in her mind where all of this takes place. But then also there's another theory that maybe it has something to do with the introduction of sword. And like, you know, someone's watching us and it, watching her. And then like, then there's also where, where maybe this is Mojo has her, you know, there's people saying like, maybe it's, uh, What's the name from Gemma from Age of Shield? So, like, it's so many different things coming out of what's going on 
where did this take place? But then you also have the people saying like, oh, this is boring. Like, what is this sitcom stuff? And they don't get the small little, like, like uh, we got Captain Marvel stuff in this episode, in like the first two episodes. We got, um, uh, what's some what's the dude name from, from uh, that one show about that uh, the Asian guy who can't, Randall Randall Wu. Is that his name? Randall Wu? Oh, Randall Park. Randall Park. Randall Park. Randall Park. Randall Park. Yeah. Jimmy so Wayne. you got Jimmy things Wu. with him. Like, yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy Wayne. Yeah, yeah, but it's like there's so many different things that's going on. Yeah, yeah, right. In these first two episodes, but people was expecting these hardcore big reveals, and it's a week-to-week thing. I mean, they, they blessed us yeah, with two episodes. Yeah. They could have just given us one and say, hey, now you got to wait till next Friday. <laughs> but they want this big reveal, and Marvel doesn't do that. Like, we're in, what, phase four? We're about to start phase four? Well, I guess technically mm-hmm. this kind of starts phase four. Marvel probably has something going on in each episode that's going to be way in phase six. Like, somehow this is supposed to inter- show us, give us the multiverse and everything, but you're not going to get that in the first two episodes. You literally have to sit there right. and like a slow grind. And with, you know, it's a with stuff that comes on week to week. It's a slow grind. Yeah. Like we're so, yeah, we're, so we're used to binge watching things now. It's hard for us. Yeah, it's hard for us to sit there and say like, oh, yeah, okay. I, I feel like a lot of people, a lot of people hated season two of The Mandalorian because they got because they got spoiled from season one. And it's like you gotta watch, like you gotta look for, like you literally supposed to be sitting and you watch it once, you watch it twice, just taking out little small bits and pieces of the cookie crumbs and just like, hey, make a whole cookie. (laughs) But I also think you have to think about where we are generationally. So I'm not looking for action right away. I think I've established I love a good storyline and I love a good character arc, and I do love getting some sneak peeks and and some sounds of something else. But you have this is a 1950s TV style shoot to start with which is really hard for a younger generation to grasp if you didn't grow up watching leave it to beaver if you didn't grow up watching you know lucy right yeah this is really foreign to you to see and so i don't think that they want action necessarily right away it's a foreign a foreign style of tv to a lot of people so i think because it took me a moment to get into the style yeah, me too. I watched Genie, but it was never my jam. You know yes. what I mean? Yes. So uh, it was cute watching some of the throwbacks to the yesteryear of TV, meshing in with the Marvelness. But it took me a moment even to get a little more into it, um, just because it's a style of TV that we haven't had on screens for. What was the last big show like that? It's it's been decades. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's. I'll, I'll, I can, if you have questions about all the names Arthur dropped, I can probably help uh, define our terms here. Oh, he lost but, me uh, completely. My impression. I just was excited. Yeah. It's exciting for me to watch the nerd, rea- like the nerds, like, like just sinking your teeth into something new and the excitement Arthur just <laughs> has for that is so cool to see. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. why I love nerds because just that you said <laughs> that they blessed you. With two episodes, like just using that terminology, like you feel blessed by the Marvel gods. It's just funny. I mean, because me. <laughs> think, think about it. Think about it. Because of the pandemic, everything's been pushed so far back, and some of the things that they, some of the things that have been coming out, <clears throat> New Mutants, <laughs> haven't been as good. And sure, they're not necessarily 
and what we're watching right now, but some of these things, they sing Rush just for the sake of, like, the people demand it. The people want it. We have to give it to them. Yeah, and they gave yeah. us two episodes, and people still weren't happy. Yeah, yeah. that's right. So, yeah, uh, they were inspired. Uh, they've Kevin Feige said, you know, the Mandalorian showed us we can go week to week. We don't have to drop everything at once and everybody binge it and just churn it out. It's a way to, you know, draw out the conversation about it. It's to keep it in the people's minds so it doesn't just get burned through real quickly. Uh, but what and it, it, you can't be because this is to me this feels like it's, this is a slow burn. This is I don't think it's between the Thanos' snap and her coming back. Although when you mentioned Vision went to black and white when he died at the end in Infinity War, I was like, oh, that might be something. Maybe that's their into the black and white sitcom. But uh, if it was between the snaps, Wanda's gone, so no one would be trying to contact her, as we kind of see in the... Uh, we hear people breaking through. That, that, that makes sense, Terry. But, that, like, the whole... From what I've, what I've been hearing, the whole thing about Wanda is... What, the way she was introduced is, like, what... Like, most people... Just imagine, like, okay, here's this lady. She can do these things. And, like, she's always been, quote-unquote, a witch kind of thing. But, like, Wanda, they, they never said, like, what exactly is she? So just because she, you know, wasn't there, Wanda at this moment to someone who may be into the, like, that, there may be just getting their nerd wings could be like, wait a minute. If you think about it, Wanda Maximoff, she, she's a mutant. So it's like, well, everyone else were like, you had your humans and like your manufactured heroes that were disappearing. How would that affect a mutant? Someone with the X gene. Sure, she may disappear, but did she really disappear? You know? Even even right, if you, right. let's That's go true, try that. We have to, when they start introducing Fantastic Four, and then you have like Franklin Richards, like their kid, like this dude can <laughs> bend reality. So like Wanda. Wanda, her skill set kind of like she can do things like bend reality, create pocket worlds, pocket dimensions, and things. So it's like, yeah, and that's what they're building to. I, I think that's what they're building to is uh, all we know is that she's you know she can lift stuff and shoot bolts and and do some things. And it's very like even in uh, Age of Ultron when she was introduced, like he's fast and she's weird. Um, and in game weird. when they were like, There's where was she? Why was she up there? <laughs> Yeah, because the minute she left, they attacked and killed Vision, So that or went after Vision, so it was a whole thing. But um, my thought is, you know, we saw Infinity War. Uh, she has to go through the trauma of killing the person she loves, and it doesn't matter because Thanos just time gems it back and rips and kills him again. And that's a huge traumatic experience. And then the next time we see her at the end of Endgame, she is out of her mind. She's mm -hmm. like, you took everything from me. And was a, was about to just straight up kill Thanos. She would have ended it right there if he didn't, you know, decide to sacrifice half his troops and blow the sh lot, shit out of things. So what I think is going on, this is my theory, uh, is that this is like a slow burn way to kind of get some character work done. Like, A, that's one thing uh, a series is able to do that movie doesn't have as much time to do is character work like get into who these people are and how they yeah. react and, and things like that and too often like sometimes in movies they just have to jam it together to 
to to try to get it under two and a half hours. Well, and they have right. so many char- they right. have so many th- characters. I- you can only get to so many characters. You only got forty five exactly. Avengers. Like, you can, yeah, right. And, and and these are two characters that have not had solo movies that are uh, tend to be subplots in everyone else's movies. So this is the first time they get the chance to take center stage. So this is a time to look at them and see what their dynamic is because they are major Avengers in the comic books. Yeah, right. And but I think the fact what this is is. Some kind of uh, delusion in Wanda's mind, like yep. she's she's fractured, and this is like a way to look at what their happy ending could have been. Agreed. Th- that they're not going to get because the Vision is dead, and he could they could rebuild him. They could always figure out a way around that because he's he's part robot, so they can do something. Yeah. There. Uh, but I, I feel like this is, she's fractured and we see at the end of the second episode, someone like that beekeeper guy or whatever tries to break Mm -hmm. through whatever that is. And I have a mild theory on that, but I don't. Yeah. I was going to, I was going to ask you, is that a villain? She immediately goes, um, it's either something new or it's a reference (laughs) to, uh, the long shot is that it's a reference to a ridiculous character uh, named the Swarm, who's made out of bees and is a villain. And is yeah, a Nazi I thought, scientist, I think. Yeah, I remember either I remember like seeing a comic of that or something, or as a guy made of bees. Yeah, he was on like a Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends, I think. It was yeah. an old cartoon where there's a guy made of bees. Well, you know, you know he's you know he's kind of that. That's it's not going to be that guy. It's not going to be that thing. But I just wanted to mention it because it's crazy that there's a guy who's made of bees. <laughs> and um, what's slightly more likely is uh, in Iron Man three, uh, we are introduced to uh, AIM, Advanced Idea Mechanics, and in the comic books, all like they all dress in like these yellow uniforms with these big square helmets, and everyone kind of jokes and calls them beekeepers uh, because ah. they look silly. Uh, so that's the first thing I thought of. But that it, that doesn't mean it's going to be anything. That could also be nothing there. But okay. uh, what was I saying? Um, I just wanted to make a point before we. Move you on you were about you were about to say uh, how attractive Arthur looks right now, with his fresh haircut. Not oh yeah. Feed him <laughs> any more that goes without saying. He's already off his rocker with. It's, it's, it's amazing how when, when when we're all talking about chocolate loveliness and gettiness. It's all like, oh, well, thank you, guys. But as soon as something's thrown my way, it's like, don't feed him. Because <laughs> I don't grow a big head with compliments. I just say, you know, what's right is what's right. And what's great is great. I'm not out here with a big head. You are. Uh, I do want to say I agree with Andy, though. I was talking to my Otis about this, and I do think she is, this is her mentally off, um, is what we're seeing. Yeah. Something and, going on. Yeah, like we yeah, we see at the end of the second episode, like that beekeeper shows up, and it feels like it's an intrusion into her mm-hmm. manufactured reality, and yeah. she mm-hmm. willfully pushes it. She says no, and then yep, reverses everything and goes this. back into it. Oh, so think, yeah, okay. Uh, it's it's a psychological break that she's suffering through. So this might be a world of her create. This might be her pocket world. I think so. I see what you're saying. Well, they, but the alarm. It the might alarm also be. I would say the whole alarm. But, but there's also like. Bit. Yeah. Where, where it was but like there's also the bit at the end of the first episode. Sorry. Yeah, there's the bit at the end of the first episode where it looks like she's being monitored, 
and like she's yeah. being yeah. programmed. Yeah. So this could be some kind of th- that led some people to think that she's this is for some delusion from back when she was still an, under Baron Strucker's thumb. Which, which but even when they do the whole like who did this to you, Wanda? Like that still plays, and then the second one doesn't it? as it's going off. You hear like who did this yeah. to you, Wanda? Yeah. Something, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like she could either be. I just be, thought that was uh, someone held captive into her thoughts. Yeah, something. Yeah, coming, it could be she's friend. held captive. It could be she's in a delusion. It could be both. Mm-hmm. Like she's in a delusion, and someone's trying to keep her from completely losing her mind, which is a big right. There is a big. Uh, the Scarlet Witch is really weird in the comics. She has a weird history. She's had a weird character arc, and uh, it's, this could go in so many different directions. However, they want to do it. I heard that somewhere I forgot where, but that they have Evan Peters is supposed to be has been casted by them to play some role in one division. Evan Peters played Quicksilver in the X-Men movies. Right. Uh, while uh, Aaron Johnson, I think it was, played Quicksilver in the Marvel movies. And oddly enough, they both played uh, characters, uh, they played best friends in this in the Kick-Ass movie. <laughs> uh, which I thought was interesting that these two guys in this one comic book movie go and play the same character in two different comic book movies. But, uh, so I could, that'd be hilarious if they cast Evan Peters in some kind of role. I don't know. But you don't think he'll be, uh, maybe you don't think he'll be Quicksilver? Uh, Aaron Johnson was Quicksilver oh, in the it, MCU. in this one, so it wouldn't be the same Quicksilver. One division, <laughs> like, it's going to eventually have something to do, they've said something to do with the multiverse. Sort of like, I just like, and like, and also, I guess, Spider-Man 3, it's going to, Spider-Man 3 and then um, the new Doctor Strange movie, like, they're going to be things from this series that supposedly directly um, involves those two movies. And like, you know, Spider-Man 3 is supposed to have the other two, I'm doing air quotes for the people who can't see. The other two, <laughs> I can't see your air quotes. Andrew Garfield. I mean, I mean, what? Well, hey, I'm just like this is a this is an audio podcast. They can't see me doing air quotes. Yeah, the pauses for dramatic effect. Air quotes. Anyway, but um, <laughs> the, the other Toby McGuire, Andy Garfield. Is it Andy? Yeah, Andy. I call him Andy. So what, Andrew? But um, <laughs> yeah. is he your close personal friend, like Cheeto is to Joe? Yeah, Don Cheeto, baby. <laughs> right. But it's like, so, that, I mean, he technically could be Quicksilver, but, you know, just be Quicksilver from a different dimension. dimension yeah, uh, yeah the, there's so, so yeah. many crazy possibilities when they try to merge the, uh, the, the Fox stuff into this. And this is totally random, but not necessarily random. It's also geek stuff. So I was watching the commercial for the Cartoon Network premiere Justice League, which I did end up watching again. And I was noticing the flash, right? And it was like, like I felt such, I felt like such a super comic book nerd in this moment. But like the TV show Flash, when he runs, he runs, and they just put like the the, the lines behind him. You see him zipping everywhere, but he still runs. It's just a speed up run. When the movie Flash runs, it makes the the production of it look like. Wait, so on television, we can show him running sped up. But in a big budget movie, we have him running like he's on rollerblades or like he's moving his hips side to side. 
and it's like he's not even running. It's almost like he's just doing this. He just, he's like, just doing like, it. And I just watched this kids movie <laughs> where this. Um, where did this? Yeah, come what, from? What's, what's that lava? Lava, lava. What's the lava girl and Shark Boy? The little sequel that they had. What is the one kid whose father had super speed, but then he had whatever he got from his father, but he ran in slow motion. But he was powerful, but he just ran in slow motion. <laughs> what the are fuck? You are... About the We Are Heroes movie. I don't think anybody knows what yeah, the hell yeah. we're talking about. I watched that yesterday. Right. Yeah. So what how I'm just understanding how the Flash and the DCEU runs like the kid from We Are Heroes, yet he's supposed to be a speedster when the Flash on the CW runs like a speedster. This Flash, I was telling him, runs like he's on rollerblades. Like, <laughs> he's the Flash. Why is he running like he's on rollerblades? They cannot do anything better than make him look like he's on rollerblades? Hey, we don't know what their budget was. We don't know what I their budget was. Apparently not, Mr. Snyder. <laughs> that, that's, I don't, yeah, yeah. Well, Zack Snyder's a whole other thing, but that... My, I was always curious, like, they've, with speedsters like that, they can run really fast, but they're still running the entire time. They're running as far as a person can run. And, like, with The Flash, he's so fast that he can run around the world. There's a big episode of the old Justice League, the DCAU, where, uh, the uh, DC Animated Universe, where The Flash runs around the world so fast he can beat, he smashes the super-powered Brainiac Lex Luthor combination, like, he, boom, he's there, he, he can turn it on. But he still has to run, he still has to take every little step. So, how do they not get tired? That's... Uh, I don't know why we're talking about this. Uh, <laughs> well, quick let me get back speed, to sir. the most Oh, oh, quick! I get it. That Quicksilver. ever existed. Yeah. Yes. Oh no, yeah, I get that. Quicksilver Flash. I get it. Quicksilver Flash. Okay. That's okay. I thought it just came out of nowhere, but that makes sense. But back a little bit back to Wandavision for a second. Was this? Yeah. Is this is this directed and written all the whole series by the same person, or is each episode directed by a different person? That Do you, I don't. Know. Have any idea? I Does anybody pay attention? To that? I'll have to look up the credits. I, I mean, I'm sure there's a sh- like. With TV shows, there's generally like a showrunner, and then yeah. like who yeah. kind of controls the overarching of it, and then there's individual episodes being directed by individual people. So I mean, so regardless, there's the there, there's nothing out there that's like, oh, this is obviously directed by so and so. Like, there's nothing like that that's like, oh, it's a it's a John Favreau joint or whatever. oh, it's a Rob Liefeld um, or something. Yeah, yeah. double check. It is directed by the same person. All okay. the nine episodes that they've they recorded is directed by the same person but the writer's room looks pretty stacked um okay. with individuals it looks like there's like two main writers and then three other writers rotate in and out oh. through different episodes okay that's interesting and yeah I'd, I'd have to look up to see if i recognize any names but uh it's yeah what my thought is so like she's probably uh, in some kind of delusion that yeah. people are trying to break through uh, I don't think she's snapped and gone because then no one would know she's there to do that. Right. Uh, there could be, but the, but the the main issue that I think is going to spawn this multiverse is the fact that the, that Thanos destroyed the Infinity Gems in uh, Endgame, and we learned in uh, later in Endgame that the Infinity Gems are the only things that keep the timeline from branching off into shit ton of multiverses, and that with those gone all those threads start opening. Like, you know, the ancient one said, you know, that if you don't turn the, bring this back to me, 
this this thing happens and everything is sucks. Uh, so I think it, like, there's a whole lot of tendrils there. And, yeah, uh, I re- uh, I really uh, I really love this idea that they introduced. I guess with the Spider Verse. I guess that was the first time they did where there's all these dimensions and things. I mean, maybe they already did it with Thanos or whatever, but. I feel like that fits the comic book world so well in that comic book world, you know, superheroes start over every five years. It's all over again. It's a great way to explain that and still be part of the same universe if they want it to be. Um, It's also a great way to explore characters in ways you don't normally see them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think this this I, I can get the frustration if people are not into watching like they committed to two episodes of a fifties and sixties sitcom. And if you're not if you don't want to watch if you're looking for a Marvel movie and you get old you, sitcoms. You think you think it's I only can see where some people are like You think it's only gonna be two it's, episodes? It's, slow, it's a slow burn. It's 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 gonna unravel. Uh you like the next one they're in color and they'll probably be in the seventies. You don't think yeah, the, the whole next, like they got they no, I we know the whole thing isn't 50s, isn't a 50s sitcom. Oh, it's not. Okay. Oh, I didn't know if we knew that or not. I, I was like, is this? Yeah, I mean, if you look at the, look at the trailer for it, for the show, you can see that they're different. Yeah, well, they, they do pictures. Well, they, yeah, they yeah. turned into color yeah, yeah, in the like, last one, but it still seemed like. Oh, so yeah. maybe they go to so the I think 70s. they're going to, like, the, like, the first is the 50s, then it's the 60s, and then the colors in the 70s, yeah. and then eventually, like, with some of the clips we've we've. We've seen like they're gonna do. I think they're gonna do specific sitcom style parodies too. So like, there's Alf, be, like a modern fan. Alf version. might show up. Alf could easily show up. Alf and Mrs. Ackman. There were Alf comic books, I think. Uh, but never uh, know. just yeah, but but the House of M thing that Art dropped was, I think, what they'll probably uh, uh, borrow from, which was this comic book story where. Uh, Wanda kind of lost her mind um, because <laughs> I don't even know if I need to get into the because uh, because she magically created like she couldn't have kids with the vision they were married yeah so she just sort of somehow magically created children anyway and it was a mystery of how they were created but right oh I have twins now I have twin boys yeah because Wanda's history is so weird um she was yeah uh like originally she was she was introduced as just like a mutant part of the brotherhood of evil mutants which was cuz she was mag- supposed to be she wasn't originally magneto's daughter but then they then magneto found out that she and quicksilver uh were her his kids oh yeah which okay she wasn't aware of until they were grown and so like he sort of recruited them and uh manipulated them and then uh, They've uh, and her power was just hex bolts, which was just she could affect the probabilities of things. Like, okay. it's very unlikely that that ladder is going to fall on your head right now, but I can do this, and then that ladder will suddenly start to shake and fall on you and hit you in the head. It's just weird. Like she could, like you might not break your ankle if you make that jump, but I can do that, and then when you land, you're going to break your ankle. It's it's probability. Kind of, it was just like very vague and weird. Okay. And they eventually built on that uh, to the point where um, they they sort of expanded it and said, "All right, what you're you're what you're, you're not actually just affecting probability fields; you're channeling chaos magic." When she eventually started to like learn uh, about herself, 
and this is who Catherine Hahn is playing, I believe. That uh, the, her mentor is a, like a witch character named Agatha Harkness in the comics, mm. and, and there's and she Catherine Hahn is playing their neighbor Agnes in WandaVision. So I think there's a good chance that she's going to be Agatha Harkness, Wanda's magical mentor. Now, is this the funny one? Is that the funny one with the dark hair or the blonde? Uh, the 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 one with the dark hair. Oh yeah, the next door neighbor, the funny uh, one who brought over not, the rabbit. Not the one that was being mean. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. the okay. one who keeps saying, "Oh, my husband Ralph, Whoa, what a jerk!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I oh, love yeah. that. You can have that. him. <laughs> I love that bit. Yeah, I've got a volunteer for you, yeah. my husband Ralph. Yeah, I love that actor. I, I can't, she's from several things, I'm sure. But Catherine uh, Hahn, she's from a lot of stuff. We've seen her in a lot of fun. stuff. She's, she's a great funny. comic actress. She's so funny. Yeah. She's hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and, wh- and there's, go ahead. I'm sorry, I, I, I could go on for a while, but uh, then events like as she was exploring this chaos magic, which was what she was channeling. Eventually, uh, something happened where uh, I'm a little hazy at this part, but she found out that like her kids suddenly vanished because they weren't real in the first place. Right. And that, that broke her mind. Uh, the vision had died for some reason and maybe it'd come back without a memory. I don't know what it was, but she kind of lost herself and, and was swimming in all this power. The more power she learned, the bigger it was to the point where she can like manipulate reality itself. Okay. So she is like a, Class A powerful super mutant that we're learning about. And she created this alternate reality called the House of M, where like mutants were in charge of everything. And uh, because in Marvel Comics, they never are because they're always persecuted. Yeah. And this, like, they won, they're in charge, they rule everything, and it, everything still kind of crumbled and sucked because, uh, <laughs> you know, mutants are still people. Crumbled <laughs> right. and sucked. So she, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, so she eventually like said like w- broke her mind. She said no more mutants, and then erased most of the X Men from existence for a while. Like it was an X Men genocide almost. In and the House of M, like a big villain that way. This so, yeah, this was at a- the end of the House of M stories. She wiped out all the X Men. Yeah, so it would be interesting if they reverse that and use her to bring in all the X Men, saying like we need more powered people in the world who have these powers we need to share this power so more mutants should happen huh. maybe maybe there, that would be a clever way to invert uh the comic okay house of mm-hmm. m questions real quick so house of m was a comic book series <clears throat> and yeah it was a mini series un- it was an event under book. when you advance book did you say event oh, event it's what like it was basically like the <clears throat> marvel and dc <clears throat> tend to have events uh, for a while, they did it almost every year. Like, every summer, what's the new big blockbuster event that's going to happen Okay, that <clears throat> everyone crosses over and has to get involved with? House of M was one of them, which was basically so, we, all the co- comic books became House of M books for, like, a few months. Oh, all, wait a minute. All of the co- all the different, like, so there would be a Spider-Man House of M, a Captain America House of M, or just House right. of M was yeah. a series instead of those. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Well, you'd have, like, House of M. It would be like House of M. But it'll still be Spider-Man's book. But it'll be like House of M. So pretty much like what's going on in the house. Like you wouldn't necessarily have to read that book, but like you would have backstory. So like if you're in, if you're reading, if you're just reading Spider-Man's book, yeah, you know what's going on in the House of M event 
because it would directly and if affect things going on in the Spider-Man book and the Hulk's book and yeah. the X-Men's book, then they might even create another book, like a mini series or a limited edition series, based like House of M mysteries of yeah, it's it's oh, like no, somebody's like, world like, number one. Yeah, here here's our huge event. It's a it's a, like a six issue mini series, and then we'll have all these tie in issues in all of our other books to try to pick up sales. Like here's this big thing we're promoting. Tie it in with all of our other books to try to get more people okay. to read the other books. So the and main, that, like, the main, like each one will have a story that. Let relates. me see if I understand this. So the the main there's a so there's like a how like it would just be like say June first we released whatever the House of M books and there's like six books that have all kinds of characters but also <laughs> if you're already a Spider Man subscriber you that ties in and then the other and then maybe you'll buy your Scarlet Witch one. Also, is that did right? you understand this into the, Did you understand into the Spider Verse? Yeah, I think. I don't know. So just think <laughs> of that. Just, just I like it. It. You have you have you have the six one six. Yeah. You have the Marvel six one six, but then you have these other like not even that. Just think of a spider web, a spider yeah. web. You have you have the web, you have the center, and then from the center you have all these different threads. Yeah, I get how that works. Off. But I'm what but I'm asking about. The, what I'm asking about is like the actual books at the store like yeah they will, it... they will release a book like if it's a six issue miniseries like here's issue one yeah and then boom this everyone gets that and says oh this is the new premise this is what they're doing with and then like all the books of that week and the next week not all of them but a lot of the books of the next weeks deal with like all right here's the big event that happened how does the hulk tie into this how does moon knight tie into right this? so when you go to the store yeah. when you guys art andy and tbj walk into the comic shop that week that summer that this happened or whatever, you guys were if you were if you were into it and you liked this whole thing, some of your characters that you already read, like it. I'm assuming people go and they're 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 like right. You like you're a subscriber to your own people, right? This because it was not my jam, so I yield the floor. Okay, to so the so art, but when art like right you now, go, I... just let me understand, like when you go to the comic shop, art like you're uh mm-hmm. you're a Captain America guy and a Daredevil guy and X Men guy. I'm just just using an example mm-hmm, i don't mm-hmm, know mm-hmm. and so each week you go and those are the comics you automatically buy and then you might buy something else if you like it you know d- depending on your budget and what how old you're whatever mm-hmm. so you go on this particular tuesday it's comic book day or was it wednesday i can't read you guys yelled at me wednesday, wednesday. wednesday. <laughs> comic book day you walk in and so this day your and say your three characters happen to tie into this so you're going to buy the captain america issue with the House of M tie-in, you're going to buy your mm-hmm. Daredevil and whoever the other one I said, and then you're also going to buy a House of M issue on its mm-hmm. own, like its own. Or am I wrong? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You can, but if you like, it's one of the things. Like, let's say if I do buy those three books, the way that they 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 the story, the, the writers write the books, and then how it reference things that's going on, it'll have like footnotes saying, see. Um, House of M number three for whatever, whatever. It'll make you sit. It's like, hmm, oh, wow. It'll re- I may have to pick this issue up. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's I can selling. See what's going it's on? A, it's a marketing ploy. Yeah, absolutely. It's absolutely like uh, here's the here's the big public event to get attention. That, yep, we established that that industry tends to uh, come together. Yeah, like Andy talked about this in episode one or two. How it's like this big thing is coming. We're going to write specifically for this big thing. 
Yeah. It gets looped in. And so there's like, and, uh, it seems like the same, it seems to me like a parallel sort of coordination that they're doing in the MCU. Like, you know, we're, we've talked about how they're making these movies, but they're planning ahead for like, okay, Avengers comes out in four years, but we're going to put these little things. It seems like these kind of House of M's things or whatever you call these series is, is the same, similar type of thing, right? They, they have to coordinate all these writers and teams. Yeah. Uh, Marvel actually does a thing, uh, Marvel Comics, they do a thing, they call it the the Marvel Retreat, where they just get uh, all their big writers together and they go take it like a weekend somewhere. They go, oh. uh, I don't know where they go, they go on, like, they, they maybe there's a Camp David for it, I don't know, but they all go and they just Mar-a-Lago. hang out together and, and bust out the next years of stories like or the bet like they oh. break the stories like a, like any sitcom writer's room like any TV show writer's room like, alright this okay. is what we're going to do this year this is how oh, we're going to plan cool. it this is okay. how we'll tie in and oh I have an angle here what if the Hulk does this I was like I didn't think of that that's great then they all collaborate together and kind of okay uh, that's create cool. the overarching stories for the next year uh, or three depending on how far in advance they want to plan now, now Andy so that, that's a in- regular thing in your old job when you were a Marvel or a comic book writer guy or blogger or whatever mm-hmm. the hell you were, did you get invited <laughs> to th- things like that to like sit in and listen, or are those like no, top no, no, secret? No, no. no. Th- those are more like creative meetings. Those aren't yeah. press meetings. Uh, that's and they like, t- and you know right, that and do? you know that because they talk about it. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I, a lot of them have mentioned. Oh, we did. We came up with that on the Marvel retreat. Like we'll interview people later about it. <laughs> and they'll say, "Oh yeah, we came up with this. I was sitting sitting down with uh, uh, Dan Slot or whoever, and we talked about this, and we had these ideas. Oh, this was actually his idea. He brought that up at the Marvel Jeez. retreat. The Marvel so, uh, retreat. Do you think there's yeah. like drugs and stuff there? Like they're doing a bunch of coke and stuff, and I don't know. These are probably at the retreat. Stays <laughs> yeah, TPJ, bringing it in. What happened at the retreat? All right." Yeah. Anybody have anything left to say about Wanda before we jump in WandaVision before we jump into Thor? Uh, I would like to just make everyone aware of the fact that uh, Wanda was a, uh, in the comic books. She was uh, uh, orphaned, basically. Like she didn't know Magneto was her father, and her mother, I think, died. And Magneto thought she had died in childbirth with the kids, so she he didn't know, I think, that he had kids but the two kids survived and were raised in the Wondagore mountains and their nanny was basically a humanoid cow person cow person <laughs> a humanoid cow person named bova <laughs> and so, if you look at the the animated uh, the second episode animated opening credits there is a reference to her really uh, Jeez. Like, there's, like, like she's shopping in the supermarket and there's like a Bova brand milk carton or something like that. Ah, that's how, oh, okay. That's the deep cut. Yeah. Wow. So they're gonna. Uh, uh, I, I just wanted to say humanoid cow person. You think? <laughs> that's. The, I can't answer any more questions about it because I don't know any more than it's a humanoid cow person named Bova in this <laughs> mountains of Wondergore that I believe was run by a character named the High Evolutionary. Who also could be introduced as somehow the mastermind behind all this because he's this weird, mad scientist, intergalactic dude who. Uh... Oh, and the sword, which I mean, Art mentioned. What? Uh, there's the sword logo that's been seen, like in the the first part uh, when he's like you, you cut to the screen and she's being monitored, and there's like a little sword logo on their notepad. 
Yeah. Sword <clears throat> is the intergalactic offshoot of Shield. Like Shield deals with oh. Earth stuff, Sword deals with space stuff. Okay. Yeah, there and was a sword on that Nick- uh, airplane, wasn't there? That colored airplane. Uh, the helicopter, maybe. The helicopter. Yeah. Or it was, yeah. So that's why there could be some alien space shit involved, as opposed to just ultra-dimensional stuff, or it could okay. be a combination of both. Basically, oh. stick around. This shit's going to get amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And and it's if going to get weirder before it gets better. That's all you need, Joe. And if Disney Plus wants to sponsor this episode, I think I'm just going to go ahead and put this out this week. Since we're talking about the first two episodes of WandaVision, I think. Episode, yeah. yeah, if I can edit edit this this week and just be like a bonus, I think that's worth doing. Just like to know so people can have it along with what's happening. Yeah. Uh, and I if like bo- having bonus episodes throughout while we're yeah. talking since stuff is still happening real time. Yeah, because we're, we're discovering it. We, that way we're discovering it with people. Because this probably won't make any sense four months from now when we're way past and we already know everything, it might be like, oh, that's why would we do right. So, uh, and I and really and, and, you hope know, Bova shows up. I was going to say, I hope Bova shows up because I will know who that is. I'll say, ah, that's Bova. That's a cow person. That's her mom. <laughs> I really don't think she'll show up. One division has started, I guess, like the beginning of like phase four. Okay. And like pretty much they've said for the rest of the year, we're going to have Marvel goodiness. Like, you know, yeah. even like after, like I think we mentioned this last time. Like we're gonna get Winter Soldier and the Falcon. Yeah, we're gonna get yeah. Loki. Yeah. And then we're gonna get, you know, Marvel movies coming. So it's it's one of those things where it's like while we are mainly focusing on chronologically talking about the MCU. Yeah. Um there are things gonna pop up where, you know, we're gonna be talking about What's going on, you know, when it happens? Cause it's not like yeah. we do this every day. So yeah. it's like every week something new is going to happen. Where like, let's say if it's two weeks from now, when our next one comes out or something, like a whole lot of shit been have done happen in between those two weeks. So and nerds like to talk about like different, it. yeah, you know, you, they, like Tiffany says, one of those things yeah. where like it's okay to have bonus episodes yeah, in there sure. because. And you, you know. guys, and you guys never, I never have to like try to get the conversation going. More than anything, it's like, can we take a get breathe? We need, we need like, we need like buzzers, but like not like, <laughs> yeah. sort of like, sort of like buzzers that not to say that we're we're dogs, but like buzzers that kind of <laughs> act like dog. Oh, I was saying like, like a game, like, like like a game show. You press it, and it'd be like <laughs> Tiff wants to speak. And you hear in your ear, Tiff wants to speak, you know? Well, I, think, yeah, to I like, think, well, maybe we need to go back to Zoom because you can raise your hand and stuff on there. Uh, you probably can do it here somewhere. But uh, And if we ever get back to in the studio, we'll be able to just studio, like, right. Know, yeah, so yeah, yeah. there is a little bit of a delay. So, okay, that was the episode on WandaVision. We'll be back soon with uh, Back to the MCU. Thank you for listening. Peace out, everybody. Uh, Excelsior. And all that. No. No. No Excelsior. No. I want y'all to pay attention. I have to yet say it every time you three end it. Yeah, I'm you always going. No. Why? No. Why are you adverse to saying Excelsior? <laughs> I'm just not. I'm not. I just say no. This is this my force. Strong with you. And the positive force. Yes, the light is strong. <laughs> um, this, this is, is my, my stance, and I, I have just decided it's a no for me, though.
That's a no for me. Later, Dave. Nerds roll. That's not bad. My glasses are broken. Surprise nerd. My pocket is protected. Surprise nerd. I am a super nerd. Surprise nerd. That's not bad. Hey. Excelsior. 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 I am a super nerd. The Nerd School Podcast.